Hello and welcome to episode 262 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Matty B, joined in studio by Bronel Harvin Canoop. On this episode, we recap Taylor Moore's victory at the Valspar Championship uh, in somewhat dramatic fashion. A little bit of a, an epic finish, if you will. Did, uh, did he win it or did the yeah, other guy lose it? There we go. There we go. Uh, we're also going to touch, I think, on Live Tucson. Uh, some people watched it. Probably lots. not many. I, for, if Twitter's right, lots watched it. And uh, lots were there. Twitter's I know one right. guy that's going to say he didn't watch it, but I know he did. <laughs> yeah, just a little Kay. bit. I did notice that C, or CW was on, or Liv was on the game show network yep. late Saturday and uh, followed by Pickleball. So just to give you an idea Sick. of what... What their what type of programming they're into? It's on, on the game show network. I hate that because I think I'd rather watch the pickleball. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's very slow on TV. Just like I little bet. back and forth at the net. It's um, professional pickleball is too too strategic. Like yeah. you got to wait till it pops up and it just never pops up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's boring. It is quite boring. We're going to uh, preview the WGC match play this week and the Corrales. And uh, in a special little tidbit for everyone, we have Tyler Terreri, the Director of Tour Operations from the Canadian Junior Golf Association, joins us to talk a little bit about what they're doing this year. It's their 30th anniversary, a couple tournaments here in Saskatchewan. They used to have a bunch, uh, but COVID kind of shut them down for a little bit, so they're ramping back up. I think uh, anyone that knows or has a, a kid that's into junior golf uh it goes from four to fourteen, or no, four to ten. Four to fourteen I'll in their feeder tour or development tour, right, and, and then ten to nineteen oh, okay. in their. Competitive I was going to say tour. four to ten, and then ten. To he 19, explains all this, so I don't know why you're saying it yeah, all in the first place. Teaser. It's a teaser. <laughs> I have questions, but I'll yeah, wait. you'll get yeah, answers. You can listen you to the interview. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to listen to the interview. I might just listen to the interview, and that's it. Yeah. CJGA. Say that ten times. Can't. CJG, yeah, Bruno got CJG. it wrong a bunch. Yeah. That's why he's being mute <laughs> no, over there and saying that I shouldn't bring it up. Uh, and uh, you guys got anything else? What else are we going to talk about? Nothing? Sass Bracket. Sass Bracket. Bracket. Golf Society. Did you, pres- golf Society. Did you put it together? Yeah, Recap. It's, yeah it's ready. It's his okay. main job. <laughs> his main job. Uh, before we get into all that, we want to thank our sponsors, Player Golf, plyrgolf.com. Use the promo code DRIVETHEGREEN for 20% off your order. We're also members of Team Callaway. We'll touch on that in our weeks. We had our Callaway paradigm fitting. Uh, we got to meet up with Duff from Callaway and Chase from Players. Nice to see those guys again. We're also members of the Churchill family. Uh, Lawmore's are tasty as always tonight. Always helps get us loose for the episodes. Uh, Bruno's got a, looks like a brown animal over there. Yep. Still winter, so why not? First day of spring, my ass. <laughs> uh, and, oh, I had... I wanted to, but I just can't. We are not <laughs> members of that oh. network anymore. <laughs> and Connexus also does not get a shout out because they updated their damn website and app, and it sucks. Hmm. Nope. But you know who does get a shout out? Rusty Shovel. Rusty Shovel. Uh, you want to get into the bracket recap right now? Yeah, let's do it first. I uh, got a little shout out. I'm wearing my Rusty Shovel uh, sweater now this week. That's Had a, nice a hat sweater. last week. Sweater like this week. Yeah. Um, so very happy to, uh, to be wearing this. It's very cozy. It's um, what is it? Uh, certain type of brand that's pretty good. Uh, something like College or something, but very soft, hmm. very comfy. Maybe a half size too big. Very fleecy, but it is very warm. Yeah. Uh, 
So I asked Sean. Are you going like, to rub it? Like, are you going to do the I thing? I want to, gonna, but well, do it. on well, camera. The, the inside. Yeah, feel it. Yeah, it's nice. Hey, just give him a little Feel this tug. inside. Go right inside. Yeah. <laughs> Go right inside. <laughs> a couple perverts <laughs> over there. Yeah. Not Campus bad. crew. Yeah. Campus crew. What did I say? Moan? College something. I said college something. Campus crew. But yeah, we're. We're a proud sponsor, Rusty Shovel, of the SAS Bracket. Uh, one thing Sean did really want us to touch on, he said we missed it the last two weeks. Not miss it, but I said, is there anything you want us to touch on that's very important to you at Rusty Shovel? And he said, well, one of the things that uh, people might not know is that we're now in like, the equipment rental business. So one really? of the things that, yeah, so they rent uh, or sell like a lot of equipment nowadays that you might not know are like, for lack of a better explanation, like motorized wheelbarrows, like tracked wheelbarrows. So hmm. let's say you got a bunch of sidewalk blocks or shit like that, and you got to get them into your backyard, but you got no alley access, and you got to go down the, the tiniest little narrow corridor beside your house. You can load up like five of these sidewalk blocks, hop on it. It's got tracks, so it doesn't wreck anything. You just drive it right back into the backyard, hmm. save your back, Help. So you can rent those. You can buy them if you're a landscaper. Um, we've been looking at them for sure. Um, so you can go to the Rusty Shovel YouTube page uh, or and you can see. YouTube some, page? Yeah. Really? So they got a YouTube video on there of these things in action. Um, so it's like one of those things that, you know, let's say topsoil even. How so narrow are they? Like could they get I'll through the, the path that is the uh, walking path to get to the studio? Could they fit in that little thing? Yeah. Oh, narrow. not that one. The one that we have to we have to traverse the ice every. Yeah, it would yeah. just flip every over. Night. Well, it'd be nice to have something that could like yeah. drive us with tracks on it because we know it would be sure-footed. Where we're not just like yeah. walking on like so there forty-five degree angle ice. So there's like it's got this one's got a scoop on the front of it, so you can scoop shit into it and then drive it to a different spot and dump it over. See? Oh it's yeah. Got, like yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on tracks. It's like a, yeah. a glorified wheelbarrow. Really neat. So yeah. Uh, so they rent them. So head Technology to the Rusty man. Shovel. Like RustyShovel.ca. The world is advancing too quick in some areas. Yeah. Yeah. So self-loaders, track dumpers, you name it. That's the official names of them. Just wait till uh, that Hasbula filter literally comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing he did literally. say, let it be known. I requested an audit into all of the bot votes for Kenosi. That's what he said. Really? We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, get to Brona, we'll get to Bronell's severe lack of bracketology um, soon. Huh. Didn't hear any complaints on social media or anything, so <laughs> weird. Uh, uh, all right. Well, no better time than now, my friend. Yeah, we'll go back over the last week here. Uh, last Monday, we we were in the midst of a Madge Lake Hole 10 versus Battleford 13 matchup. Madge took that one down. I think Battleford kind of got... A little bit sewered by the picture that we provided, but hey, didn't give us a better one. So too bad, so sad. Mm -hmm. um, great hole though, I hear. Haven't played it yet. Uh, Sageview 7 crushed Elbow 16. Absolutely crushed them. Yes. Um, I told you, it split the votes there. You had all those, like that's a popular geographical area yep. for votes. And like I think like, was that hole is like also everyone in that area's favorite hole yeah. in the province. Yeah. Yep. So like it was... Definitely. We, but that's, we, the, that's the thing is you got to mix some of these interesting matchups throughout the first few rounds. You can't have them just yeah, know, that's fair. north versus south or I, whatever, right? You got to have. Yeah, and I think, um, well, last year we ran the par three uh, contest, and then this is 
best hole at that course. And there are a few where it's just like, okay, well, we have to use that one because it's just so much better than the rest of the holes. Yeah. Uh, like, for instance, Deer Valley, which you're going to get to, we use 17 instead of two because there's many, many good holes at Deer Valley that you can use. And we found that we like 17 better. Yeah. So it's just, just we, we had a list of like six that we had to choose yeah. from. Well, so. it was, it's also like, uh, hockey drafts back in the day where you can't take Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. So like <laughs> oh, yeah. Deer nice Valley 2 just yeah. wasn't in there like, like I would have had to like pictures and everything like yeah. it just I would have had to like defilter thing. some of the pictures <laughs> yeah, to use it, exactly. you know? Like, <laughs> use a whereas like other other courses I'm filtering use like an April 18th picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Katepwa hole 2 perennial favorite here. Uh crushed Canuck. Chinook, 13. Canuck. <laughs> You're in his head. <laughs> Big time. Uh, it's yeah, that wasn't even close. And that Chinook 13 hole looks nice. Has anybody it played is, Chinook yet? I have. I have, yeah. You have. Oh, yeah. Ago. You bright the um, boat shooting low there. You. So that picture is nice because you can go over those left-hand trees. It's a par five, yeah. right? It's a it's a cool hole. It's a really yeah, fun I golf I want to play there play. this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no surprise here. Battle of the par threes. Elk, Tamarack 2, beat Deer Park 8. I'm... Kind of a run into a buzzsaw there for Yorkton. Uh, and then we moved on to round two. So Riverside, hole 18, edged Green Hills 16, like barely. Good hmm. for the Green Hills folk for rallying to make it that close. They didn't rally. Like, they didn't post or anything. But well, they someone didn't, maybe they wind. didn't need to. Someone, someone caught yeah. wind. Yeah. Or they just, that group picture text. rules. The community group text got a hold of it. And yeah, maybe that was what it was. <laughs> um Another close one the next day, Cook Hole 5 beat Moon Moors 9 by just a few votes, too. Hmm. Which it should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that picture that we had of Moon is phenomenal, but yeah. Cook 5, I don't know. I don't think that's the best hole at that golf, golf course, personally. But What's better? Hole 1. Hole 1? Hole 1. I love Hole 1 at Cook. Hole 1 looks really good. Yeah. Yep. But did, hole five, no like longer, Cook yeah. Hole Five might be—it's easily one of the best holes in the entire province with I the agree. way the yep. the water and how they cut it right down. And yeah, yeah, it is cool. It's a tough tee shot, like. Yeah. But the par five before it four is <clears throat> kind of just as nice then. No, three, three, three. Sorry, yeah, four is the par three. Right. Yep. If that par five was a little bit longer, it would absolutely would be. But like yes. you can carry the water on a good day. Yeah. And then it's like a nine iron in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, and then yeah, the one that everyone's talking about. Uh, Across the province today, Kenosi <laughs> six of, took down uh, Deer Valley seventeen. So, I mean, that's as tough of a matchup you can get for Deer Valley in the second round. Yeah, but so we'll get through all of round two for next week, right? Uh, yep. So I don't know. Do you guys have any comments about that one? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're always going to be in tough against the Kenosi gang. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. There's the Kenosi gang, and then there's the the up north gang that kind of the yeah. Waskasu Elkridge gang that. They're tough yeah. to, to play against. They are tough to play against. And, I mean, we've see, seen it last year with Madge Lake, Willow Bunch. There's a few other ones that are just kind of they can, rallyers. They can rally the troops with the best of them. Yeah. Because they share and yeah. people follow it. And you have to interact. I, that, that was the thing yesterday or t today uh, with Wascana. They shared, but sometimes sharing just doesn't rally like others. So And their picture is better than Waskasu 18, but everybody just knows that hole. I mean. Sometimes you don't need the picture. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, that's today's. That's going to be Waskasu win. Um, tomorrow, Legends 18 against Loon 7. So, Legends 18 could go the whole way. Yes. 
as far as that I'm concerned. Pic- the picture that you have for it for tomorrow is way better than the first one. Yeah. He just wanted to just let them warm up. Well, they <laughs> were playing the Hillcrest the first round. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. You, you dogged them in the first yeah. round. They still got through. Now you got to bring out the the drone shot. Yeah. Then we got Nippowin 16 against Dunes 4. So that's a that's a good one. Good yeah. one. Uh, Madge 10 against Sage 7. Ooh. Popcorn season there. And then Katepwa 2 against Elk Tamarack 2. Another these big are, one. These are so, heavy I mean, hitters. Hmm. Let's not pretend that Kenosi Deer, Deer Valley was the the only... Tough one. Yeah. I mean, all, there's only 16 holes left. Would you so. want it any other way? Well... Title, title if sponsor, got, if title sponsor 16, Rusty Shovel says yes. <laughs> yeah. 16 good holes. Yeah. Sooner or later, they got to face each other. Yeah. Like, if you only had four good holes, yeah, you'd like them to be in the final four, but we got too many of them. Too That's many. Right. Too many in this province. You That's know what? Right. You know what else we have too many of in this province? Good courses. Oh, I think you're going to say that. Yeah. Okay. And you know how many of those good courses are in the Prairie Golf Society? Over 20. Nice. So, uh, if you haven't heard yet, we launched last week. Prairie Golf Society. I think this is actually our first pod since launching it. It is, yes. Very well received. So thank you for everyone that's to everyone that uh, signed up. Um, by this point, you may or may not know that the uh, PrairieGolfSociety.com is now live, uh, free to sign up. Um, there's a free forum in there. Let's and get some convos going in there. Yeah, let's get some chatter. I mean, as we get, I think once we get into the Masters and stuff like that, then it'll fire up a little bit. Uh, it is what the... The membership makes it, right? So yeah. uh, we're starting to get more and more members joining every day. So that's exciting. And then obviously, once you're inside there, you can see the forum. You have access to the shop where you can purchase memberships or the just by itself, the Universal Cart Pass, which a lot of people are already taking advantage of. Uh, and basically what that is, it's a free half cart, single-use half cart at every single course that's participating in the PGS. Yeah. Every single course. You can play every course in this province. We know from doing this bracket long enough that there are many, many good courses. And so we're trying to give people access to all of them, as many as we can. Um, one thing, obviously, we're finding right now is it's a little little difficult to track people down at these some of these courses. Yep. Um, but once we do, we are sure that, um, that we can, we'll get as many as we possibly can, get those universal cart passes out to uh, our membership. Uh, so we thank you all if you are already signed up. And if not, head to prairiegolfsociety.com and do so. Um, like I say, very. Uh, we weren't sure where this thing was going to go. And I think it's safe to say through f- five days of being live, uh, pretty happy with the results. I think the thing we got to stress again, I know we mentioned a little bit last week, but it's really two rounds. Like if you think you're playing two of these 20 courses this year, it's a no-brainer. You're well, now basically going – you can go to 20 courses and play them for 50 bucks essentially on average, yeah, right? Well, like you're taking yeah. the cart right off that for one time. Like if you're a guy who travels to a few or if you got – I mean, you're going up north, you're going east, you're going west. Like there's spots that you can play that you're probably playing anyways. Yeah. And now you're doing it for 20, 25 bucks less. Yeah. Well, and no and no restriction even on it, right? If you're playing at 8 a.m. morning tea time on a, on a Saturday – prime time you can still use it it's no, there's no restrictions on these things yep. so well and i will say that's that's just universal car pass if if you're looking for the full meal deal the full membership it comes with a 50 dollar player gift card so yep. 50 dollar player gift card a pgs branded towel so callaway golf balls in there like the value on that thing's like 
140 bucks and and it's 99 but right now spoiler alert og20 promo code gets 20 bucks off so if you're listening to this and you're thinking ah you know i'm not sure for a limited time og20 gets you 20 bucks off like i mean 125 bucks for like 70 bucks yeah like i say if you play twice and you like player gear it makes it's sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes perfect sense and spoiler alert we've seen all of the new player stuff so yeah. You'll be able to find something to buy. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and weeks. with that, weeks. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, I could go first. Sure. If you guys are all right with that. Uh, obviously, fittings, I think we'll probably maybe get into a little bit of a bigger discussion. So I won't well, dive let's just in. do it all right now. Yeah. Let's um, do all the fitting part right now and then just a little touch, touch, touch weeks. I had been lucky enough to hit the stuff going into the fitting because... Uh, I took it down to Phoenix with me. I've been hitting it in the garage. So I had a decent idea. I ended up kind of changing uh, what I had thought I had maybe needed coming in. Uh, so I'm excited to see all of this stuff. So I went with a lighter shaft. Um, so we'll see how that goes this year and, and get going. But I again, I don't know how you guys feel. We didn't necessarily talk about it after the fitting. But the feeling of the driver itself, I think, is is phenomenal this year. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think every time I've fit... Uh, we've done one outside and three now inside. Yeah, I think two, two, two inside, two one inside, outside. One outside yeah. yeah, so it's like I just I I suck so much inside mm-hmm. that it just doesn't feel right. It's not natural. It seems like every shot I hit is just not the same as outside. So I definitely agreed. Would have yeah. loved to be outside because even some of those shots I was hitting, it was missing way right, but it didn't feel like it was like you know you just kind of yep. feel. And so maybe you can adjust on the fly. So it felt very good, but then seeing where the shot was going on the screen, it's like, well, it felt way better than that. So I'm excited to get outside and use it a little bit more. And then obviously getting that three wood in my hands. Um, <laughs> like some, the of the, some of the distances that I was putting up with the three wood, it's like, yeah, maybe I just won't get the driver this year. Yeah. But but you said that it. last year. Yeah, I did. And then you ended then up I hitting st- it well. I started so. hitting the rogue driver by the end of the year a lot. Yeah. So. You just got to feel it out. Yeah. So very happy uh, with the results. You guys? My comment is that it, the, the paradigm feels better to hit than the Rogue when you hit it well. And it yeah. also is very nice to stand over and top of. And I'm f- it feels like it's more forgiving because I was mishitting a lot. Um, I'm hurt right now, so that's my excuse. But um, yeah, that I was mishitting them, and I'm like, oh, that's way left or that's way right. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going <laughs> to yeah. be. Like, they were still a little errant, but... Like I found that even missing the the screws, yeah. you were still getting distance and the not going crazy yeah. offline. Yeah. I think so for you, this is the first year that you've gone with that triple diamond. Yeah. And I can't say enough good things about the shape of that thing this year because yeah. it's a little bit more compact. It looks growing up I played a lot of titleist stuff and it has a very traditional shape similar to that and I yeah. I'm just yeah. excited to get that thing. Outside. And I want to thank Duff um, an, an extra amount because basically my fitting was a lesson. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to Duff and I guess Canoop and and uh, Kevin Dietz up in Saskatoon for giving me a lesson during the fitting. So yeah, uh, yeah. So Harv, Harv, you didn't have a chance to to join us. I think the biggest takeaway f- for you would have been not necessarily missing the fitting, but missing Urban Golf. So we had a chance to play uh, Urban Golf YXC, uh, the new brainchild of kevin Dietz up in saskatoon roomy 
Very roomy, very nice, great atmosphere. Well, that's good. It was very nice. The bays are bigger than your yeah. gram- Most others, grandpa's yeah. base. Yeah. <laughs> grandpa's base. Uh, everything's <laughs> run by TrackMan, which is crazy. So you can get the TrackMan app. It keeps track of all your shots. Until you bumped into it that one time. But yeah, and then I bumped know. into it, and we didn't really notice. <laughs> and he's like, is that right, thing straight? Right it's before like, my oh, fitting, yeah, and then I was I like, did bump into what it. a bad break. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, unbelievable place. It so was fine for Canoops yeah. fitting. Yeah. Yeah. So figured. So thanks for having <laughs> us out. Uh, if you are in the Saskatoon area, definitely uh, go check out uh, Urban Golf YXE. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you guys just want to buzz through Booze Count Center? Well, you go, what else? So an extremely busy week last week outside of that. Uh, we decided to buy a house, purchased a house, offer accepted on a house, sold our house, officially, or I guess got... Um, all of the inspections done, and then officially today it is official. Official, we have uh, we have sold our house. So long story short, he's the luckiest days. guy in the world, and he's admitted that he's the luckiest guy in the Congratulations. world. Congratulations! Yes, in a group chat which I have saved, so I can never say that I am not lucky ever again. So <laughs> I'm glad you finally realized it. <laughs> it's a little weird that it took this <laughs> to yeah. really hammer the point home, but. Hey, at least you got there now. Yeah. So um, so it's been five years since we've been in our house. I do not remember this being kind of as stressful as it was this time. I don't know. Just offer in limbo. You have someone looking at it. There's a couple issues. And then you're thinking, oh, fuck, are these guys going to back out? What's going to happen? Um, but I'm glad it is over with now yep. at this point. So other than that, not a whole ton went on. Uh, 14 drinks this week, seven beer. Uh, so that gets me to 32 beer on the week or on the year. Sorry. Uh, and one Oh one for the year. So catching fuck. I'm still in fourth. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, want me to go next? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll just do a quick story about uh, my kids hockey tournament because that's all I ever talk about for weeks on the spot anymore. So it's your life, man. But I think, um, I uh, think next there's week. a there's a surprise ending to this one <laughs> if I if I know it correctly. Yeah. Uh, so went down to Milestone. Good little rink. Good r- rink burgers. Um, one of the best. Yeah. Great concession. Nice and close to Moose Jaw. So this was just a one day tournament Saturday. Uh, we pumped Regina the first game, obviously. Um, water wet there, but yep. uh, played milestone second game, lost by one. They scored in the last two minutes. Good Bo- hockey town. Boys are down in the dumps. Whatever, can't win the A final. But there's they find out that there's three of these candy cup trophies. So oh. they made these trophies out of candy. They're these big like yep. box looking things. Exactly so then, like they sound. So yeah, it's candy cup, candy yeah, cup, and the winner of the A, the B, and the C finals. So just basically, win your last game, you're you're getting a candy cup. So they're all pumped out up about this. Happen to play our bitter rivals from Moose Jaw that we've played in three tournaments now this year. Like, what are the odds that they're in three of the same tournaments? Yep. And what are the odds that we played them in all the tournaments? Okay. Low odds. Anyways, last time we played them in Dundurn, game went to overtime. They loaded a line. I didn't load a line. Big contention I, thing. I think you mentioned it. On I the mentioned it on the pod. I didn't want to be that guy to do it. Um, I said, if it happens again next time, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, um, What'd you do? Spoiler alert, it happened again. 5-5, <laughs> five, five, this thing goes to overtime. 
I'm like, what the fuck is going? Like, what are the odds of all of this happening? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, it makes next. no sense. Like the last league game we played, then we beat them like eight two. But no, this one has to go to overtime. So I look over. Yeah, here he's trotting out his big three. He's trotting <laughs> them out. So I'm like, okay, so and so, so and so, so and so, go. Like uh, were my, those your were those my top three? Oh, okay. My, my okay. top top three went out first. Yeah. Kids wanted so, the candy cup. Kids wanted the candy cup. Yeah, cheer on your your guys. Two minutes go by. Buzz. Okay, next three. Um, two kids and my kid are going out next. So it's about a minute and a half into the shift. There's like thirty seconds left. I'm like, oh fuck, who am I putting out next? The big three again. <laughs> am I going back to the big three, or Absolutely am I going? You are. Or am I going candy to the cup on the line? Of course you are. <laughs> or the next three, which just strategically happened yeah. to maybe be your worst three. Yeah. Uh, well, I had. Yeah, I had 11 there, one. so... Oh, yeah, so one of the good ones is getting <laughs> back out. <laughs> no, no. Like, I had five more to go. Mm. So three, three, Sorry, and then 11. I... Yeah, so... Okay. Um, good news, my kid scored with, like, 30 seconds left in the shift. To, to, Two hands to win above the, the head. Cup. Shot Two the ha- mustard and... <laughs> Got all nice. Yeah. <laughs> so he saved me from having to make that decision. That's what I was most happy about, more than anything. Proudest you've ever been of him. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Crush some candy after. A genuine thank you to your own son after yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't believe it. But what are the odds of all that happening, anyways? Yeah. Um. That's enough for my week. Sure. Uh, nineteen drinks this week, so a little Ooh. bit more than the last couple. Ooh. I'm up to 118 and 78. So you're 101? 101, yeah. 101, 118. All right, Harv. Uh, yeah, I had a bit of a busy week. Uh, I had to go to Winnipeg, so that's why I missed the fitting. I had to take a couple clients to a Jets game. Had so. to. That's yeah, all part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't pick like a local event had to go to the jets game well also had to go to the university of manitoba's where we do a bunch of our research stuff so they got oh. a tour of that and uh, so there was okay. some work that actually went on um but the weirdest thing was it was jets bruins so it was two pretty good teams it was honestly 75 percent bruins fans in that rink i heard really it's not that weird not that weird for like jets winnipeg or... they're good this year yeah but there's lots of bruins fans up here Bonds. 75%. Like, the entire lower bowl was black and yellow. Yeah. Black and yellow, black hmm. and yellow. Yeah, like, it was it was insane. I mean, it was a pretty boring game. Like, the Bruins that just That was 3 nothing. Yeah. Like, it w- wasn't a very good game. But, uh, yes, did that. Coming back, the roads weren't that great. And that stretch from Winnipeg to Portage La Prairie was ridiculous. I almost got in, like, three accidents. Yeah. Like, the roads weren't bad, but, like, the snow was blowing so bad that yeah. it's yeah. like... You're going like fat, like not super fast, but you just got to like keep going and trust it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be times that like it'd be a straight whiteout and you just like go through it and there'd just be like semis everywhere yeah. and you're yeah. just like yeah. bobbing and weaving in between yeah. these things. There was a couple times that I Holy. just like tapped the brakes. I'm like, well, <laughs> we're in one, guys. <laughs> yeah. With the clients with you. Yeah. 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 There's so. a reason they got gates on that highway. Yes. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was brutal. And we were giving you shit for not texting and driving. Yeah. Yeah. I Good know. for you, man. I mean, I don't do that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's against the law, you guys. Like, don't try and trick me into admitting to something here. Um, but yeah, that that's that was the main part of the week. Uh, I had a couple other things, but we won't go over them because I think they'd get make Bruno mad. But uh, I had eleven drinks this week. Well, that won't make me mad. 
Well, the one was that I'm now a strawberry jam guy instead of raspberry. No way. <laughs> hey, there's a reason why raspberry jam is like $3 more in grocery stores. Yes, because it's know. significantly better. Yes. Oh, it is. It's like, not even here's close. The thing. I've been a raspberry guy my entire life. And then, I don't know, I, I'm going to blame my wife because I haven't went grocery shopping mm. in like a month. She grabbed a strawberry and I like wasn't paying attention, just made like a peanut butter and jelly for like my kids. And then like they only ate half. So I like took a bite and I was like. You took a bite and got a giant chunk of yeah, strawberry. Yeah, I was going to say, how threw up over instantly. under seven and a half chunks of strawberries in that <laughs> sandwich. They made strawberry puree. I don't know. It I was good. It. I'm telling you guys, it was good. <laughs> I might be a strawberry jam guy now. No, I, strawberry puree, I'm, I could maybe get behind. Puree. Wait, you can't buy the stuff that has the chunks in it. Yeah, I don't, there was no chunks. No. Well, oh, yeah, there's I don't chunks. know of any strawberry jam that doesn't have chunks in it. Yeah. And I, I've never. I, well, I didn't encounter yeah, one. Because so your yeah. wife, your wife's wow. always breaking them out for you. <laughs> yeah, break, big time break, yeah. canoop level break. So yeah, <laughs> no uh, chunks in your strawberry. Eleven time. drinks, uh, one twenty-two on the year. Oh so, wow! So we're we're in a dogfight here. That's one twenty-one, one twenty-two, one eighteen, one eighteen, one hundred one. I might take it cool this week. I'm now the leader. Hey, just living my life, man. <laughs> just living my. I am batting one thousand on uh, weeks. In my re- New Year's resolution of living my life, uh, we uh, got a baseball absolutely. draft coming up this weekend too, so that's oh, going to be. Uh, <laughs> I was actually going to say I might a bit go more. a little dry this week, but I got, got pod tonight, playoff hockey game tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, maybe dry, and then Friday, Saturday. You're gonna be at two hundred by the end of the week. Uh, two hundred by the end of the week. Well, it's it's. Let's just say it's. I got a shot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just f- for myself, uh, had a hockey game or playoff. We're winding down in our hockey league playoffs started this week. Um, we were up at the fitting, so missed the first playoff game. So second one's tomorrow. Season could be over tomorrow. We lost first. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. And then uh, after the fitting, I was up in Saskatoon for uh, my daughter had a the big female hockey tournament up in Saskatoon. Right. At the Gemini. Brought back some serious memories. Uh, obviously lived up there for close to 10 years. So nice to be at the Gemini again. They've... Uh, done a few changes there not many but just a little bit of a different feel with some renovations and stuff they've done there uh it was nice to see churchill mike that's uh he took on a new position there so just, i got to see just him. mike now just yeah. mike <laughs> gemini just mike, mike. <laughs> can land mike. mike yeah <laughs> so good to see him he said to say hi to you guys so hi for mike nice uh yeah and that was pretty much it uh obviously had a chance to uh Go out with uh, Duff and Chase, and then get back to the hotel. Chase joined uh, joined me f- and the uh, other hockey parents on the team for a drink. Just <laughs> dropped me off at the hotel and said, "Hey, you want to?" Nice. I'm like, "Okay, good night." He's like, "Random." Well, I can come in if you want. <laughs> Just like, "Yeah, you're absolutely welcome <laughs> yeah, to." Come on in. Let's keep this party rolling. Yep. And uh, he walked in, and everyone's just like, uh, "We don't recognize that parent." <laughs> and he sat down and made some friends. Uh, he he met uh, one of our good friends. That we know um, that has a certain uh, cup event every year that's uh, sponsored by player every year. So had a chance to connect those two and talk player. He just so happened to be wearing our maroon Drive the Green Player t-shirt at the time. Oh, nice. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, got back on Saturday for the Tribe game. And just one last thing before my booze count. And I say this, I think every time I bring up uh, Pat's Warriors, uh, Bedard was here to sell out the rink, which was nice. The fifty-fifty was forty-three thousand dollars take home, really, which is crazy. Uh, but I can't stress this enough. I don't like like Bedard is so good, 
But man, can I not stand watching him. He is so lazy. And I get he can be lazy because he's just that good. Mm. But man, is it tough to watch. Like, just doesn't care whatsoever on defense. But at the same time, the Pats just love getting outshot 2-1 to one and winning games. Yep. They did it. The Warriors outshot him 48-22 on Saturday. Blades outshot him 44-22 on Sunday. Pats win both games. But Ardaz, four against us and three against them, I think. Just you had five m- points in both games against us on the weekend. Yeah. Just meander. Yeah, put up yeah. 13 Meand- points in three. Yeah. yeah. Meander around, just conserving energy. And then as soon as he gets the puck, boom, see you later. So That reminded me, at the Jets game, we the three of us went – each one bought 20 bucks worth of 50-50 tickets. Mm-hmm. But we screwed up and bought them all from the same vendor. Uh, oh, yeah. So that was and did they bl- not have any volume discounts? Yeah, they did. Okay. But it didn't, like, it was, the volume discount was at, like, 100 bucks. Ah, uh, gotcha, yeah. Um, and so the pot was 60 grand take-home. So we were off. The first two numbers were 22. Yeah. Ours were 96. <laughs> we were off by <laughs> 74 like million <laughs> things <laughs> like obviously just random but didn't we were even, no we weren't sniff it didn't even have a chance that happens to me every single time i yep. buy 50 50s i'm just nowhere in the vicinity uh the yeah, worst so part is though is every time i buy a 50 50 i always think that i'm gonna win it yeah. oh yeah like, i think everyone or you start that. planning out what you're gonna yeah. do with it if you win it right <laughs> yeah like well, i don't yeah. know why it's 50 50 but i'm like <laughs> Why not me tonight? Like, I'm sitting here. <laughs> There's only 15,000 of us. So, like, it's pretty good odds. That's exactly what... We, so, Bronel, myself, and our, a buddy of ours, it was at, like, 40 grand... And I just look at them like, well, there's only 4,000 people in here, and you had, like, 12,000 at your game. We had 40 grand. And so, I'm like, okay, we'll all split it. Uh, 13, 13, 13, spend the other 1,000, go home. And then we would all... Like, Bronel looked at me. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. He didn't even have to say anything. I'm like, yep, you're right. We all take 12, <laughs> and we spend four tonight. Because <laughs> we all... We were already spending it. We just knew that we were going to win. And I don't think we even had the first number right. Or nope. second number right. We nope. got the first. Yeah. We had the first right on first a couple of First of nine, of yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, just to wrap up our weeks, uh, Churchill Boost Count, I had 21 this week. Uh, 48 and 20 this month, and 150 even wow on the year fucking runaway boys rihanna over here living <laughs> the life i i think you're gonna get the two by week's end i'll be close be close yep don't think i'm It'll gonna plow close. for a thou though i don't think i'll plow for a thou mm. why not just live your life, live your life. i am yeah. i am definitely just live living it. it just live it should we talk about the valspar or uh so part of living my life was that's where i was getting to living my life live no i did not watch any live okay not a single shot um but i did Watch quite a bit of the Valspar. Not much on Saturday because, like I say, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at this hockey tournament. Well, working and then at the hockey tournament. But Sunday, I watched a lot. So if you guys didn't Good. get to watch too much, I think I can uh, I can drive most of it. I like it. Let's hear it. I watched a little bit. Um, T- Taylor Moore won, right? Taylor Moore won. Uh, the most, uh, can you call it? Anticlimactic when it actually was the result of an climactic event. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Say that one ta- more time. Taylor Moore won in the most anticlimactic way ever by finishing in the third to last group, and everyone thought mm. there was going to be a playoff, and then there just wasn't, and he won. But technically, that's a climactic event because Shank pulled it into the trees, was up against a tree stump, couldn't make get up and down for par. Yeah. And so lost. 
So technically, well, and Spieth had a chance to tie too. Spieth had a chance to tie and hit it in the water. So technically, it was exciting, but just felt like it was building to some sort of playoff or something like that. And then just all of a sudden, it's over. Just like, yeah. Oh, I guess he won. Yeah. Like rarely does that seem to happen where a guy gets ready for a playoff. Um, in a situation where there's three guys tied and then neither of those guys gets to a playoff with them. Yeah. yeah, it really looked like it was going to be a playoff. And, I mean, Taylor Moore, we talked about did he win or did everybody else lose? He shot 67 on Sunday. so he Yeah, he played very well. He, he kind of did go out and win the thing. I mean, I still, arguments yep. could be made on both sides. but Yeah, yeah like watching – so, like I say, I watched the majority of the final round and – it seemed like the whole time this back and forth with Shank and Speed, like Shank would have a speed wobble, then he'd regain himself. Speed seemed like okay, he's. They kept saying forever, he's the only guy without a bogey in this entire round. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden it's like okay, Jinxes. he's gonna go. Yeah, he's gonna go steady as she goes. Shank's going up and down, but still kind of st- just trying to keep it on the tracks. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, Speed just pumps it into the water on 16. It's like what. What just happened? Yeah, and then he hit an unbelievable four iron on 17 to like five feet. Then he and misses he missed, that. And he missed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was the it was the weirdest final like four to five it was holes. The perfect Jordan Spieth finale that, to that tournament because that's, that's how he that's, that's what he is. A hundred percent. And since he's I mean, I don't back. I don't like Jordan. I don't love Jordan Spieth. I don't hate Jordan Spieth. But one thing is for sure, like if he's in a golf tournament. It's more interesting to watch. He's captivating. He, he really is, is very he's much so captivating. Because you know that he has a chance of making a 10. Yes. Like, or he can birdie or, four in a row. Yes. Or, yeah, or <laughs> yeah. he can make yeah. like five 30-footers in five consecutive holes. Yes. Or, or miss a two-footer. Yeah. And that yeah. bogey save he had was unbelievable on 16. Yeah. Like and it's like, okay, he's he's definitely going to birdie and get this right back. And then, yeah, that's exactly what happened on 17. He's it's supposed like, okay, to he's make back. that putt? Well, he yeah. didn't because it does like, the opposite. He kind of gives me a vibe now that I'm not sure he cares anymore. Like he's, he's got all his sponsor money. He's got all. He's got his majors. He's and gonna like care vi- in two, two or three weeks here. But I yeah, will yeah say, but like yeah. then the video of him with his kid after, like he looked more like that was he looked more yeah invested uh, in that and being like the dad after the round than he has yeah. ever on the course. Like I, it's just like he's at yeah. a different yeah. stage of life now that it, he's got a pile of money. I will say that watching If I golf good, great. If not, I'm still in it, and I'm just banking checks. Yeah, he didn't have the same general, like, he wasn't getting upset like he used to. It's just he's still the same guy player-wise. It's just more, it's not as much of the... Talking to himself. Yeah. He still does that, though. But it's not. It didn't seem to be all that noticeable (laughs) on Sunday anyway. He's got a different vibe, that's all I'm saying. Let's go back to Taylor Moore for a bit, because it's kind of a pretty good story. Like, that's his 46th start on tour, gets his first win. Two years ago, he was going to a PGA Tour event, had to go to the hospital because he actually had a collapsed lung. Really? And had to get that fixed. That's so he's missed a yep. cut story. <clears throat> no, I, it would have been, but he, he ultimately won. So, <laughs> won the thing, I guess, yeah. instead of miscut. He was 64 for 64 putts inside seven feet. Like, he was just automatic all week from there. Uh, this win gets him, I mean, no one's heard of Taylor Moore. Well, top 50 player in the world now. Yeah. He's played Jump. very well of late. Like We've 60 him, spots or something this week, almost, because he was one one unchanged last week. So. Yeah, he's jumped up to ninth in the FedEx Cup. Yeah, and I mean, great tournament to win for the first one for the trophy. Yeah, The old paintbrush. He looks like a golfer, too, though. Like He looks <laughs> like he belongs. 
You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you meant Looks just like his general, yeah, sure. yeah. Just yeah. His general appearance. No, just yeah. Yeah. Overall. Doesn't look everything. like doesn't give you superstar vibes, but looks like a guy that'll probably win a couple more times. Like Yeah. There's hundreds of those guys who make careers of this. So yep. certainly a guy that's gonna be on the tour for two more years. At least. Um let's go to Adam Shank. Obviously talked a little bit about his uh tough eighteenth hole there. I don't know, maybe it's like I blocked this out of my brain, but I thought he's won before. So did I. I actually, when they brought it up, I thought, oh, Shank has definitely won before. No. Yeah, I thought so too. But I think but he's been second He's before. been second a yeah. bunch. Yes. And I was pulling for him. I wanted him to win, but. and But also, this is his 10th, 10th consecutive start. Wow. Really? No wonder he yeah. pulled out of the Corrales next week. Yeah. No kidding, right? <laughs> like, prob- probably did enough to ensure his card or make the playoffs or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it was nice of Spieth to miss that putt on 18 to give him that solo second. Solo two. Yeah. So his, an extra like 200K for that or something. His face and his, I guess, reaction when he went up to find his ball where it was. Oh, yeah. my God. When oh, he yeah. just like keeled over, hands on his face. Yeah. And just, he he knew. Because it was, it like rattled around in the crowd. Like it went through the crowd. It was a snap hook, but. You had the tiger like that ba- easily could have hit. Tiger backboard. Yeah, yeah. Like that could have hit somebody's arm or whatever. And it ends up there. Like. That's an all-time bad break. But. Especially, like, because his caddy was interviewed after and it was like, the thing about Shank is, like, he thinks himself around the golf course so well that for him to miss there when he knows he can't miss there is just so out of character for him. Hmm. That's, yes. what hap- that's what happens on the 18th hole, the guys. Like, Mito Pereira, yeah, man. Saw lots. Lots. Yeah. All the time. yeah. Lots. Um, but oops. what a shot left-handed. Yeah, the amount of club that he was able to get on that. Yeah, that was the best contact anybody made yes. all week. Yeah, nothing <laughs> worse though than uh, pumping it through the fairway yeah. and just into the first cut there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a tough one. Um, Tommy Fleetwood was in in contention again. Um, always a bridesmaid. Will he ever win on American soil? I thought this was going to be the week. I thought well, that that leaderboard that he can he can pull this one out, but. The other thing quite that kind of came Sundays. out Monday Q had posted is that, one, he's only 32 years old. I thought he was a little bit older than that. And two, his wife's 54 years old. Yeah. And she's his manager. So That's a big old gap. I forgot how, yeah. That's a big gap. How big it was. Yeah, like that's. But if it's the other way around, nobody bats an eye. I'm not batting an eye at this. It's just no. kind of interesting. Like I didn't, yeah. I just didn't know like yeah. at all. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. Uh, Ryan Gerard, talk about him. He needed uh, 54th to get temporary status this year. Finished dead last. Made the cut, finished dead last. <laughs> but he's in the in the Corrales, so maybe he gets another chance to accumulate yeah. some more points. Um, so there's that one. Um, Webb Simpson finally had a pretty good week this week. Uh, Caddy took a nice little payday and then uh, quit on him. <laughs> Joined Cam <laughs> Young's peg. So Yeah, when they... Uh, uh first uh announced that um i was like oh that's unfortunate and then he said congratulations on i'm sure you'll do well with cameron young or whatever in webb's post yeah um uh i didn't realize that i just thought that's where he was going to because of the split not that seems to be the reason for the split where the caddy finds another guy oh that was the reason yeah yeah it was a cat like it was a caddy paul decided to to leave him yeah to webb said he had a this opportunity and obviously Webb is winding down his career yes. and Cam Young's just starting up and so I mean that could have ended a lot uglier for sure I mean um 
one more thing just quickly because I, I i meant to bring it up like immediately and then it just just came to me it happens lots and then you get after the fact and you're just like oh shit i can't believe i forgot uh adam shank was david dubay's ter- uh partner at pebble beach this year that's right yep yep which obviously i remembered while watching but then i was just we better give uh him some props on playing with dubay this year um and our good friend I'm sure would have hoped that that's the shank that showed up in Pebble Beach, uh, <laughs> but here we are. So, yeah, I, I know he was cheering from home and hoping for that, but unfortunately, it didn't work out. Uh, Matt Wallace, he was also T7. Uh, did you guys see that video of him just like losing it on his caddy? Yes. Yeah, he told him to shut the fuck up or something. Yeah, well, yes. yeah, like he misclubbed him when he had a shot off the cart path. No, or he said he. Uh, that's not the what it ca- was. The caddy wanted him to hit off the pine straw and. Wallace wanted to hit it off oh, the cart path. Okay, and then he flew the green by like twenty yards or something. Yeah, like and that. so they were basically just arguing about who wanted to hit it <laughs> off the cart path. The caddy. No, the caddy wanted to hit oh. off the pine straw. Wallace wanted to hit it off the cart path because he could have got a free drop. Could have had a free drop. He's like, no, I'm, I want to hit it, but he didn't want to hit it off the pine straw because never know what type of lie you're gonna get. Because you, if you're dropping it in there, it might yeah. bury. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or you never know. Roll. Well, you just yeah. strategically yeah. drop it so it rolls on the path twice, and then you just get to place it. Yeah. Yeah, there's some gamesmanship there. Yeah. But yeah, the caddy wanted I to mean, do that. Wallace didn't. Wallace hits a bad shot. And obviously, if the caddy's right in those situations, the player's going to get mad and say, oh, I just hit like a bad shot or something like that. Yeah. I picked the right decision. Yeah. They're never going to give him the props that he needs. And I'm sure yeah. that they have a good enough relationship where the caddy might have said maybe one thing yep. and just set him off. Yep. Uh, last little thing, kind of a fun one. You guys see that bug camera? Did see yes. that bug camera. It's kind of neat. Very cool. That was something you don't usually see from the PGA Tour, especially posting on their uh, find that tweet social media. Um, very uh, B movie esque. I found. I that. didn't see it. Hmm. You should watch well, this. Just a slow it in the group. Slow mo. This bug like flying as the drivers swinging through, and then like it's like zoomed in on the bug, and like the wind of the club like sends it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of neat. That's all I had. What would you have for Canadians? Uh, Well, we had Nick Taylor with a sneaky little T10 there. Very Um, sneaky. He's moved into the top 70 in the world with the other four that are in the top 70. So we got five inside the top 70 now. Um, Yeah, he's just having a solid year. Uh, Gligson had one missed the cut. Yeah, not good. Uh, Aces, birthday shots of the week. Aces, uh, obviously Ryan Brem had an ace here. And J.J. Watt had an ace, I guess, at a part three course he posted. So Yeah, does it count? Yes, it counts. <laughs> <laughs> Those count. <laughs> like J.J. Watt was even asking if it counts. Yeah, well, he just... He didn't know. football player. Who can, it counts. Yeah. You're telling me you wouldn't count an ace at Silverwood? I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't know? Oh, my what God. Hole? <laughs> <laughs> what hole? Am I using They're a 60 all the same. and 8 or wedge? clever uh birthdays uh joel damon's caddy gino his birthday this week um and then shots of the week anyone i'm going adam shank lefty i mean to have the guts to actually attempt that shot when you're tied for the lead or one shot back well you could take a drop you could have tried to like smack it right-handed you know when you play it way behind your yourself and just kind of punch it, but yeah, wouldn't have got out. I to don't flip think it over, to yeah, flip it over really in the pine straw and make good contact. That's that's all. Did he, he always flip it over and go with the toe or just like back back of the club? No toe. Oh. Yeah, up and down. 
Uh, but always, like, while well, he was taking, the, he's taking f- like almost full swing practice swings too. It's just like how often do they practice swinging the other hand? And yeah, and yeah, like three quarter to full swing, opposite hand hit it too good. Should have had one of those two way chippers in his bag and then just <laughs> flip it around. The camel toe technology. <laughs> I <just> <laughs> the camel toe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have two this week. Uh, the first one is Danny Lee's putt to win his, uh, I guess, second professional you can't golf do, tournament. You, it's the Valspar shot. Well, of I the know. Week. I'm just. Well, it's not the Valspar. It is a shot of the week. It's a, what's it your second one? Uh, Justin Sell was like 15 yards off the green and he hit a like full swing flop that he ended up rolling in. Oh yeah, that was nice. It yeah. happens at the end of the PGA event shot of the week. You can't live gets their stuff. If you want to bring uh, up, we've done LPG, we've, we've done Euro yeah, Tour There's been, yeah. there's been yeah. non-golf yeah. things. You just can't uh, do live. Yeah. You just can't be troll boy. It can't be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, it can't be live. We'll get, we'll get there when we talk. <laughs> we'll get to live. Uh, my shot of the week is this uh, Peter Peter Canade, her Nade maybe starts with a K. I don't know. Um, Monday queued into this thing. He was kind of back behind the green by the water, had to go over the bunker, flopped it up, carried the bunker, like two hop roll in. And he did like the full on two hand celly up in the air. So nice. he nice. was pretty happy about that. But so that was pretty neat. Uh, dude wipes. Both guys. Fleetwood. Both of them. No. <laughs> could be all shank, three. Shank and speed. Yeah, it could be all three. They were all ahead of him at one point. You thought for sure one of those guys was going to win that tournament other than Taylor Moore. But he did what he had to do, and he got in. Uh, are we going to Tyler now? Or it is Tyler, Tyler Torrieri from the uh, Canadian Junior Golf Association. Joined us to talk a little bit more about their 30th anniversary. So we're going to kick it over to that interview, and we'll be back afterwards to uh, recap the live event and uh, some news before we get into the previews of both tournaments this week. Hope you enjoy. All right, Maddie B with Drive the Green. I'm here with Harv and Bronell today on the show. We have Director of Tour Operations for the Canadian Junior Golf Association. Tyler Torrieri joins us. Did I get that right? You did, yes. That was impressive. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I was practicing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tyler, thanks for joining us. Uh, excited to have you on. Excited to hear uh, what you have to speak about, which is obviously your tour. Um, for those of us here in Saskatchewan, we're excited to learn a little bit more, but uh First things first, tell us uh, about what you guys are doing. Yeah, so we're the Canadian Junior Golf Association. We, we run um, this year 136 events across uh, Canada, all the way from BC to PEI and everywhere in between. Um, we we have two different tours. So we have our Linkster Tour, which is from ages 4 to 14, and it's more of a developmental tour. Um, there's a stroke limit on every hole. Parents can caddy. It's more so about getting those players into the game and into the competitive aspect of golf um, and just having fun, really. You know, there's still winners and losers, but at the end of the day, it's um, it's just about getting them into that environment. Um, and that's more of our developmental tour. So then we, um, you know, the thought process is they'll graduate to our junior tour, um, which is uh, from ages 10 to 19. And that's for the more competitive players that are trying to get to that next level, whether it's, you know, provincial golf or national golf or college, whatever that may be, um, playing by the rules, uh, you know, no caddies allowed. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely high level golf. That's for sure. Right on. And so is that, uh, so as far as your, I guess the tour in all these different provinces, are you spread out evenly throughout, or are there certain areas that you have more events? Um, just kind of, I guess, geography wise, how, how does everything 
Yeah, yeah. So we're like our two major markets are BC and Ontario. Just, you know, I mean, BC, especially you can play pretty much all year round out there, uh, which is, which is very nice for those guys out there. And then Ontario is uh, obviously a big consumer base for us. Um, but we also, we we're just recently getting back into Saskatchewan as of last year. I'm just trying to build that back up again after a couple years of hiatus due to COVID mm-hmm. um, and then Alberta, Atlantic Canada and um, Quebec as well are some of our more mid-sized markets rather than the bigger ones in Ontario and BC. Right. Right. So how, how did the uh, tour come about? I, I know for us uh, it's, it's your 30th anniversary this year. So obviously you've been around for a while. Tell us a little bit about the origins and how it's kind of grown over the past 30 years and, and maybe some things you're doing special for the anniversary yeah so yeah 30 years is pretty crazy to say that um our our founders actually still uh with us and um you know doing a lot of the day-to-day operations so he founded it in 93 and uh, i don't even think that he thought that we'd be here 30 years later um it's just grown every single year since then um he started with just him and his wife back in the day running tournaments together and um to see where it's gone, where we have, you know, teams in each province and, you know, we're traveling the country and providing all these opportunities for juniors. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy to see. Um, and as far as what we have planned for the 30th year, I mean, we, uh, we really went all out with our, you know, our prizing and our giveaways and, you know, we have our most tournaments ever this year with 136. We only ran 120 last year. So it's a pretty significant increase. Um, and then the qualifying opportunities outside of, just you know national things like we partnered with um, the nota Begay junior golf championship the one that uh tiger and charlie actually like tiger caddied for charlie in this past year in louisiana we partnered with them so we have qualifying events that can get our players into those tournaments um as well as like we do a, a canada versus usa versus scotland match play uh in saint andrew scotland uh, which is amazing and um, players can qualify for that or a Ryder cup versus team USA. Like there's so many opportunities for these players that we're, we're so excited to bring them this year. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, so anyone can sign up for any tournament at any time, or do you have to register as part of the tour and then you go from there? Or is it like if I'm in Saskatchewan as a junior golfer, I play, the tournaments around the province and then your guys' tournaments in Saskatchewan, I can just go sign up for that. Or do I have to be a tour member, I guess, call it to, to be a part of these. Yeah. So anybody can just re- can register for any tournament with the exception of our four majors. So you have to qualify to get into those. Um, and they're in the summer, but in Saskatchewan uh, for this coming season, we have two tournaments, uh, one at Deer Valley and one at Deer Park. Um, anybody can register for that. They just have to pay the tournament fee. Oh, that's pretty good. Cool. I was going to ask about the formats, but you kind of uh, touched on that quite a bit. But what would be a regular format for just a regular like event on the competitive tour? Would it yeah, be two day, event. four day, two day? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, a normal event's two days. Yeah. Um, in Saskatchewan, we actually have a three day event, which is more of our championship style event that we're working with Golf Saskatchewan on just to provide more high level opportunities for those players that are at that level of trying to go for those college golf scholarships or, um, you know, even to just play university golf in Canada, because um, with like Wagger rankings, the world amateur golf ranking, they only rank three day events. So right. having that three day in Saskatchewan is really important for those players. Um, but yeah, most of the time it's just two days, um, 18 holes per day. 
Uh, and then there's um, th- there's no cuts or anything like that. Right, right on. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's good a good way for you know those players to get recognized, get that competitive experience, as you will, because that's the thing with Saskatchewan. We have you know they have some access to junior tours, but it's just nice, like you said, you've kind of been away for a couple of years. So so coming back in is the plan this year, kind of two events, and then just slowly grow that back up. What was it before COVID? If I for me. We, so uh, pre-COVID, we ran uh, 10 events out there in Saskatchewan. Um, we're actually we're actually up to four this year. We combine our junior, our linksters in Saskatchewan. So it's technically one event, but two separate ones, if, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, but yeah, if we can, like last year, we only, had, we only did the one. This year, we're up to two. Next year's the hope will be four or five, um, you know, and then just keep on growing because there is a lot of players in Saskatchewan that, that want to play, you know, competitive golf and, um, it's definitely a need and golf Saskatchewan's on board with, uh, with helping us out in that regard. So we're, we're very grateful for that as well. Awesome. Oh, that's, that's cool. Um, have you guys, I guess the chance to toot your own horn a little bit, how many guys kind of graduated onto like an NCAA type program? Like, is it a good feeder system or is that still a work in progress kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, 30 years, you're bound to see a little bit of success in that regard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much anybody you've seen on tour lately and in the past have come through us. Um, the big ones, you know, their names, right. You know, Mac Hughes, Corey Connors, Brooke Henderson, even Brooke, you know, Brooke's sister, Brittany, um, she won our national championship twice. Um, you know, Pendrith, uh, Michael Gligich, who's actually there. They have starts this weekend at, uh, the split event, uh, in yeah, Corrales. They are, they're, yeah. yeah, exactly. The Corrales. Yeah. And, um, it's it's nice to see them succeed because it shows our players, you know, it is possible, right? I mean, Canada is growing as a golf country, and um, having that the, the success of guys like Adam Svensson, who just won a couple months ago and you know had some success at you know the, the past couple tournaments here, um, it shows them that it's possible. And uh, you know, we're we're working with a lot of the pros now to try and. Um, get them to come back and give back to the game in Canada in, at the junior level with, you know, clinics or, you know, tournaments in their name, kind of like the American junior golf association does so well with all of their past champions. Um, we, we did it in the past with guys like Graham Delette and David Hearn that would come back, put on clinics and, you know, talk to the kids at one ma- massive event. Uh, we actually in, in uh, Saskatchewan, we used to do, cause obviously Graham's from Saskatchewan. Um, we used to do this Dillette Cup, which is like Canada East versus Canada West in like a Ryder Cup style format um, for his big event down there, the Grand Slam. So um, doing more stuff like that with uh, with our tour pros that have come through our program is definitely on the radar in the future. Yeah, that's a that's a great thing to, to involve the alumni that definitely, you know, we're a Canadian golf podcast. We've talked about it for the last five years, but we're slowly starting to see more and more guys up there. Right. And so it's just, it's proof, proof that we can play golf up here. And, and it's just a matter of time before we start to see more of those guys in the mix. And and like you say, if you can get them involved and get kids involved, um, you know, we obviously have a short season here in Saskatchewan and some, most of the Saskatchewan provinces, but it's a, it's a good way. Like obviously we're getting, uh, our kids are getting older. We got young kids, but to hear that you can have a, a four-year-old and it's pretty, pretty solid. <laughs> I know if Canoop Canoop was here, he he couldn't uh couldn't make the the interview here, but his kid's player, so um who knows, yeah. maybe he's going to the Deer Valley event and we don't even know about it. Didn't, didn't <laughs> Man, show we had, up to we had, a, uh, we had a three-year-old play in Ontario last year. <laughs> crazy. crazy, man. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
Uh, all right. Well, you are a guest on our show, so we gotta we gotta put you through the rapid fire ringer here. So, uh, if we may shift gears a little bit, now we're going into your personal golf world. So, uh, Bruno is gonna kick it off. All right. Favorite golf course to play in Ontario? That's a good question. Um, probably Banff Springs. Okay, oh. and now in Ontario. In Ontario, um, Carrying Place Golf and Country Club. It's a uh, not a well known course. It's a private club just north of Toronto, but it's uh, it's pretty scenic. And if anybody can play there, it's an, it's pretty challenging, but gorgeous course and gorgeous condition. Perfect. You guys have so many nice courses around yeah, Toronto. So it's, it's actually <laughs> sickening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fair. Um, this one might be a little bit of a longer answer, but what what was your journey to being the director of tour operations? How did you get to where you are? Might not be all that it's, rapid fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's an interesting one. Uh, I went to I went to Brock University for sport management and uh, just applied for this, for an internship position in the summer um, and coming out of my first year and got it, um, had a little bit of golf experience. Like I didn't play competitively, but I played, you know, casually with buddies growing up. Um, and then when I got this job, then I started to, you know, play a little more cause I'm at the course all the time. Um, started to take it pretty seriously in the summers. And, um, you know, I think I got down to a 6.7, during COVID, which was nice. That'll, that'll never happen again. Um, but, uh, which is kind of upsetting, but, um, other than that, like just, you know, stayed here. I, I loved it here. Um, got very fortunate coming out of school during COVID, um, that, uh, they offered me a full-time position and I took it. And now here I am kind of overseeing the day-to-day operations of the company and, um, kind of figured out I had a passion for junior golf along the way. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Awesome. Good for you. I appreciate uh, it. Um, what's your favorite PGA tour event? And if you say the masters, then say a second one, please. <laughs> masters. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's is the masters. Um, I'll say, uh, the Valspar just happened. So we, we actually run, um, a tournament over Christmas at Ennisbrook, uh, and the kids get to play Copperhead. So oh. it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to be there and like run a tournament there and then see how the tour runs the tournament um so like operational side of me is that's pretty cool just to you know kind of compare the two yeah that's amazing i was just gonna say just piggyback on that it's almost like it was meant to be that uh this interview is in our valspar recap episode but do you find uh you know when you have a little bit of experience at a course that it changes the way in which you watch it um you know, it's like you recognize some of the holes and just know how it plays and all that type of stuff. Does it, do you find that you have a little piece of sentimental value there? Yeah, a hundred percent. Right. I mean, you can, you watch the events and you're like, I've gotten up and down from that bunker. Like, why can't <laughs> um, but, uh, it was funny. I was watching yesterday when, uh, when speed snap or I don't know if it was snap hook or just pumped it in the water on 16. Um, yeah. I was like, man, that's the only thing you can't do on that hole. <laughs> how do you do that? Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it definitely changes the way you watch the game. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He made a hell of a bogey, but <laughs> yeah, he did a hell of a bogey. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, how many career aces do you have? If any, Zero. none, man. Uh, nice. Welcome Finally to the club. Chase. Yeah. Everyone we've asked has them except yeah. well, me and Harv don't, but yeah. Yeah. So we got one between the four of us anyway. <laughs> I'm convinced it's never coming. So yeah, me too. <laughs> What's, uh, What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on a golf course? Like whether it's playing with buddies, whether it's 
working at a tournament, whether it's an operational thing, but just something that was just like, that's playing out weird to see. That's a good question. There's a lot working in the industry. There's a lot. Um, We had, we had a kid one year. Um, He would have had to have been like 12 or 13 years old and his ball got stuck in a tree. And I mean, with the rules, so like he's playing on our junior tour, so we're playing by the rules. So he either has to take uh, a drop for a penalty stroke or he can go up there and play it. <laughs> and this little 12 year old kid's like, I'm going to play it. So we're like, okay, like, you know, be careful. Uh, so he can climb the tree and then hit it out of the tree. And I think he ended up making bogey. And I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. And that would have been one of my first couple of years working at the CJGA. So I was like, this is, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And it, to this day still is probably. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, a 12 year old kid too, a little bit lighter, a little easier to get up there. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Harp, I just asked someone your turn. Oh, my turn. All right. Uh, you're on death row. What's your last meal? Ooh, uh, a big tomahawk steak with some mashed potatoes and like some corn or something on the side. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> something that takes the longest possible to eat, right? Like yeah, let's yeah, just delay exactly. this thing as long as we can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your first car? 2002 Jeep Liberty. A bright oh, wow. red fire truck. It was disgusting. <laughs> Uh, I had one of those, not red. Harv, I'll give you the last one before uh, I'll go second last and you can have the last one. Uh, have you played golf in Saskatchewan much? And do you have a favorite course out here? You know what? The only course I've been to that I've played out there is uh, Deer Park in Yorkton. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be out there for both Saskatchewan events this year. So hopefully I'll get to play Deer Valley. Yeah. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about, you know, the big ones, Royal Regina. Um, is it Elk Ridge? Where they yep. play the, the tour event there, the PGA yep. Tour yep. Canada event. Um, I'd like to play those ones if I can get out there at some point. But yeah, you first, might be able to. Deer Valley's right next to Regina. You might be able to find your way onto Royal Regina for sure. So and maybe find your way into Moose Jaw, and we'll play together. There you go. Might have to take you guys up on that. Yeah, right on. Oh, awesome. Uh, we got two left actually. Uh, okay. What is your ultimate foursome? So three other guys you'd like to golf with. Any walk of life doesn't have to be golfers. And where, where would you play? Okay. So, uh, tiger for sure. I mean, I think that's everyone's answer. Um, yep. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big country music guy. I love Hardy. I don't know if you guys know who Hardy is. Yep. Um, so Hardy tiger, and he's a good golfer too. So that'd be good. And then honestly, probably Steph Curry. He's a nice solid golfer, right? So that'd be a pretty good force. I'd be way out of my league in that force him, but, uh, it'd be a good time. Actually, that's, that's yeah. a very unique and well done. And yeah. where are you playing? Yeah. Where am I playing? Um, geez, anywhere in the world. Maybe uh maybe like Spyglass Hill or something like that. Some that's uh you know challenging, but also on the bucket list, right? Yeah. Yep. No, awesome. Yeah. yeah I think we, we saw Hardy at Craven, didn't we? That's right. He yeah. opened uh second last before Morgan Wallen. Right. Yeah. You got the last one. You get last. All right. We ask everybody that ever comes on the show, are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? Definitely Pat, or de- definitely Coke. Oh, oh said Pepsi there. Direction. Almost, almost good a slip direction. up. Definitely Coke. No, it wasn't a slip up. It was the real thing. <laughs> he covered it up. Uh, definitely not Pepsi. I think is what he meant yeah. to say. But. Yeah. <laughs> right on. 
Well, Tyler, we, we really appreciate you coming on to tell us a little bit more about the CJGA and we're excited to have you guys coming back to Saskatchewan. Uh, hopefully, uh, as you say that things continue to grow and, and you have more and more events here and hopefully anyone listen to this that, uh, you know, has those junior age golfers to make sure they get out signed up for these events and, and get to playing. So really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me on and anytime you guys need a guest, just give me a show. Yeah, you bet. bet. Sounds good. All right. Thanks to Tyler for joining us. Uh, great piece of, uh, informative piece. Uh, it's always nice to have, uh, you know, people on that uh, are doing good things in the golf world. Uh, so great to have him on. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, I'm excited to uh, hopefully hit uh, hit the links with them this year. He's coming to Deer Valley Canoe. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, unfortunately, only the people that were at the interview can attend. So it's all right. Hard luck. That's tough. Uh, he'll find a way uh, to get in, though. Yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah. One of us will be out, and he'll be just swooping. Yeah, licking his chops. Yeah. Um, where do we want to start? Uh, I guess uh, what at a that save. save? <laughs> we, uh, we touched on it a little bit last week, and it turns out that it was what we said it was, but I guess the they're rolling back the ball. Bifurcation of the oh, ball yeah. is going to be a thing, and it's kind of, I don't know, split the golf world a little bit. Um, obviously, plays, companies like Titleist have come out and said they don't think this is a yep. good idea. Some people are... Randall Chambly came out with a bunch of stats saying that yep. shouldn't really matter because it's more wedge play that dictates, right? That was what it was kind of about. Wedge yeah. play dictates. Uh, yeah, it's not as big of a distance is not as big of a factor as we seem to think it is. He said the wedge shots haven't increased in the last 12 years, which yeah, is the, bullshit. But yeah, did, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, but I still think it's dumb. They're currently facts because they've made golf courses longer, so they're hitting to the same spot using the same clubs. Does that make sense? Yeah, but so that they right. so that they actually solved it then by making the courses longer. Yes, but you can't always make continually make golf courses longer and longer and longer. But then that's, that's what the I argument, said in the group today right? is like how how much more <clears throat> is technology going to advance? Like how many more yards is just balls and clubs going to give? golfers but that's so in, but in 20 years that's the issue right now is it's not just those two right we're getting better athletes playing they're training for this stuff. okay but are and they so going to get better technology and they can't they can't get better yes then. they can because the how the stuff for the clubs the technology or not the technology but the core um dynamics i guess i don't know that's what that's they have fair. is I, all stayed the same for the last like 15 or 20 years bodies are magically gonna get going to get better Right. Well, I think I think the thing is, rather than rolling it back, can't they just stop? Like, can they? Just yeah, that's what I think. Don't like just stop, stop it right here. But what do you mean, stop? Stop well, what? Stop creating have... better golf clubs? No, but if if there's need a to rollback, get any why why are they uh -huh. rolling it back? Can't they just stop at the current ball technology? If people make clubs better, they're going to stop making. They're going to roll back the clubs too. Probably. So just yes. say now's the max. Like you can't. You just can't get better because that's what rollback. What's the point? If you're trying to advance technology knowing that there's a rollback in the future, why would you bother advancing technology? Because right now the technology that they have is, I don't know how to explain this. It, it's so confusing to me and that's the, the weirdest part is just like, okay, they, that's the whole point of getting better is to get better. What's the point of getting better if 
you get too good at what you do to the point yeah. they're like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this. Because there's You're only too a, good. there's a certain number of things that they measure. And as long as the golf clubs keep the golf ball within these certain parameters, then it's okay. Right? It doesn't matter what you do. You could put, you could make it the most aerodynamic thing. That doesn't change any of the technology because you haven't really changed it. You just made it more aerodynamic. Right? So how do you put parameters on that saying we can't let you get more aerodynamic when they only test like i don't know what it is cor and like a couple other things right yeah. but uh, yeah i don't know I how you end up measuring some of that stuff in the end yeah this whole tech side of things i mean obviously is way over our head except for maybe you yeah. but that's when i just step back and i look at it of okay they've gotten so good at what they they were doing that now they're saying right you're too good at it. People are too good. So now we got to do something to basically roll back for lack of a better word. Cause it is the word to the point that it's just like, yeah, everything we've done is okay. Now we just get to go back and advance things back to right where we are. Mm-hmm. So now they're just going to find new ways to get the rolled back ball to fall, to fly further. They will. It's the 100%. same damn thing. You're right. Yep. So yeah, yeah like, it, it always kind of puzzled me. Like all these club manufacturers make these clubs like even Callaway for example like the Rogue not the Triple Diamond goes as far and you can miss hit it more. Yeah. So why do, why don't they just use those then? Like Yeah, yeah there's it's, ways it's the around thing. this like so what does it even matter? That's going to end up being the exact same thing. Yeah. The longer hitters are still going to have the advantage. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. I've like, seen a And it's couple... it's going to be a bigger advantage, right? I th- think it will yeah because they're gonna it's be a percentage so the yeah, yeah this the shorter hitters are going to be losing that much more. so instead of having you know got gap wedge compared to eight iron it's going to be pitching wedge or nine iron compared to five iron well yeah yeah that's it definitely oh, hurts. That's, a, that's a that's even worse the biggest like for them there's such an easy fix here that no one ever talks about like just make the fairways even narrower or grow nah, it in but at, the, that's not that easy of a fix not just growing the grass well yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah I don't. i'm not a grass guy yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in the biz but <laughs> one thing's for sure though like jt's really against the rollback so i guess i'm i guess i'm for it <laughs> so i'm i am more for it today yeah, than you, i was yeah, you last s- week you changed your mind eh? i mean and the the retief goose and had the best thing like just stop exercising yeah. 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 Outlaw Stop exercising. Yeah. Stop just getting take, better. Just yeah. take that out of the equation and all of a sudden it's not yeah. an issue. Stop again. getting yeah. better. Because yeah. like seen... realistically, until like what, maybe three, four years ago, like the driving distance hadn't changed that much for like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Like the long hitters were still hitting at 290 plus. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you got, I think it's the fact that you got little like smaller guys hitting it like 340 yeah. that now it, it's That's, changing uh, things. Yeah. I think we can all agree, though, when it really comes down to it, it's about making money. And if they have to roll back the ball so then they can dump a bunch more money into making that rolled back ball go further, like I said, they'll do that. They'll pump all this money into it, and then they'll roll back the clubs. And then it'll be like, okay, well, how can we make the rolled back clubs go further? That's all it's going to be. Yep. Just more just and more cycle. money. You're right. It's just a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it is. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. down and around. Um, <laughs> and I know I had said it last week, but passing all of that R&D off onto the customers is... is yeah, you don't like that. I still I hate think it. it's going to be... Yeah. Like, can you imagine just finding a Pro V1 rolled back ball 
and playing it and how mad you would be when you just absolutely <laughs> like like on a par three that you got to carry the water yeah and now Fly it's like yeah I, this is 180 yards i hit 70 iron all day and you end up 20 yards short after <laughs> yeah. getting a shot <laughs> like, they should have it should be the the uh chrome soft rb just yeah. roll you're gonna down. have to do something because i'll find one of those and throw it right back in the bush <laughs> <laughs> some <laughs> some other sucker to come yeah get. yeah some uh, other next. idiot Next, uh, Scotty Scheffler's menu for the Masters Champions Dinner came out. I mean, pretty safe menu and Very kind safe. of predictable for a, for a guy from Texas. Boring, some would say. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, matches his personality? Yeah, yeah. I mean, nailed don't, it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It, it's going to be an unreal dinner. Like, yeah. What Other than good. that cookie at the end. But. I mean, that you, could, you, got all, all, you got every dessert at your disposal, and you pick a chocolate chip cookie and yeah. milk. In a skillet. So it's just the warm, like ice cream. the warm, warm, uh, warm cookie yeah, at Montana's. Is. I think it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. They yeah. might, they might just like skip the dishes Montana's into this. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: I used to work there. <laughs> not, not surprising. <laughs> In university, you had to wear that plaid shirt. Oh man, the worst! Write your name upside that, down sing, on the yep. the. Paper. Sing that fucking song with the horns when you for people's <laughs> birthday. Did you wear jeans? Uh, yeah, you would have had to. I would have had that, to tuck that plaid into your sweats. In <laughs> <laughs> your, your Lulu's. Uh, <laughs> the other Scotty news: he got to play Augusta this week with the changes to 13, and said it it is definitely going to affect how guys play this hole. It's his driver now. It's driver now, and it's still you can't take the same line. You have to hit it up out on the hill on the right, and yep. it basically means you're hitting three iron into that green if you're going for it. Yeah, hmm. didn't he Don't say hit he it. four iron into that yeah. green or something? So. so. Might be for the better, but be I don't know. People love people love Eagles on the lot, those two par yeah. fives on mm-hmm. the back. So yeah. we'll see. Um, next, I guess uh, Live Tucson happened this week. Uh, Danny Lee won in a four man playoff. Um, somehow a PGA guy, Brennan Steele, was in this playoff. So <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that's just vindication <laughs> for me. I knew the guy was, knew was. I knew he was well. hot. He was hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Week early. You're welcome, just Brendan. Just a week early. <laughs> uh, so if you would have won, I would have got a point. I should have got a point. <laughs> we can start betting on live for picks. <laughs> if you would have won, I would have uh, got a the, point. Probably the biggest takeaway, or one of the biggest takeaways, is I think this was the first time that someone who won the tournament, their team didn't win the team portion. Yep. Yeah, the team portion was over early again. It was they won by four. Yeah. It was not over going it, into the round. Yeah, it so was did, the did you fireballs guys know? had a good Sunday. Oh, yeah, the yeah. fireballs won. Yeah. Uh, did you guys know that only the best three scores on the team count for your team? Yeah. Total? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that's why Bryson's team won it last was, week when he stunk. So last year it was the best two scores Friday, Saturday, and then three Sunday. This year it's all three, all three days. Because like for, that, that's C1. <laughs> C1 Kim's Man, having a he, tough time on this tour. Yeah. He finished dead last by 10 shots. And he was on the winning team? No, that he's on uh, Danny Lee's uh, Ironhead. And they can't get yeah. anyone to replace him. Not one guy is Probably, available. Probably thought Not they had one. Will Z coming and then they didn't get him. <laughs> yeah, Not go. one yeah. guy to replace that guy. <laughs> 300 million they offered him or whatever. They might kill him just to get him off. 130. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they might. Um, and then the other Live News, Liv's trying to trademark their... Uh, live golf in the states or something like that and there's a nightclub in miami called live 
that has basically blocked that trademark from happening. So first you got that little that Olivia, junior, yeah, that little junior girl that has live golf as their her uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, and now you got this. So they're uh, they're having some tough goes on the trademark thing and getting they're having handles. some tough goes in every way. Uh, and I watched. I actually watched like three shots. You watched more than that. We no, it was three shots. You watched it, it for. Apparently it was well, you forced there. me to watch it when I was riding up with you in the vehicle. You had yes. it on in the car. It's like <laughs> all these March Madness games going on. Well, you were watching up live on a Friday. There you wasn't were watching any good madness. ones Friday, anyways, was there? Just the bunch you were of watching upsets? madness. I was watching. I mean, <laughs> golf was just on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fred Couples kind of had some good quotes this week, calling Phil a nut job for uh, and basically saying if you want to pay Phil Mickelson two hundred million bucks, hey, uh, bless your heart. Or I something think it was like a nut bag. Nut bag. Yeah, yeah. It was nut bag for sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. And uh, yeah, called Sergio whatever. So he was. Yeah. He's clearly not going over anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, anything else from the live? Can you? No. I uh, I was actually impressed a little bit uh, with the crowds on the, the weekend on Sunday. There were more people than I thought there were going to be over the yeah. weekend. So. The I mean, TV the big, ratings the were big still bad. one's going to be Australia. Like, that's kind of their yeah. big. Yeah. Oh, yeah They'll get a ton of people there but to watch the, yeah. the big names are still not showing up. You're and right. that's what I they know. need. Yep. Like, if those guys don't show up soon. Yes. This thing's fucking toast. Yes. Even more so than it already is. You are right. Like yeah. new people or the stars being stars? The stars being yeah, stars. being actually good. Were like, any top 10 this week? One was T10 DJ, I think. I mean, maybe. Charles Howell III's a star. <laughs> he's got a win already. <laughs> he almost yeah. went back to back. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. Oh next, uh, yeah. the Asian Tour. We'll go here. This DGC Open. Um, so a bit of a backstory here. This Rashid Khan who was a 54-hold leader, actually got banned and kicked off this course from trying to practice, I guess, before the tournament. So they just wouldn't let him wouldn't let him out there. So he had the 54-hole lead, and then actually dude wipes that there could be your dude wipes uh, yep. lost on Sunday to Miguel uh, Tahina. So that guy ended up winning. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the fact that he had was probably thinking he's going to shove it in these guys' faces and then kind of yeah. doesn't do it on Sunday. Um, so that happened. Uh, next, uh, the DP World Tour, the SDC Championship uh, in South Africa, won by Matt Baldwin. Uh, kind of a good story here. 15 years on the DP World Tour, and this is his first win at 37. So wow. I love those. Won, those are the good ones. Yeah. He won on, like, the whatever the yeah. Sunshine Tour, whatever the one underneath is, and then won this. Aaron Cockrell played. He was 53rd. And I guess he's got a tournament named after him on a Canadian mini tour now. Yep. Winnipeg, yep. What so. if in 15 years that Siwon Kim or whatever his name is, like, finally got yeah, his first win on the live tour? Old, yeah. On the live tour. What if? Hey, good that, for them. If they're some, still around in 15 yeah, years, that's a, say, <laughs> yeah, they they'll be something, right? Saying. They'll be a 1A one eight, one eight tour <laughs> if they're still around. Yeah. If they're around by 2030, that's a win. It won't 2025 be. is a win. Yeah. By the I time mean, the rollback happens, that's a win. Not the best trophy for your first win, just kind of a glass, flat glass with like a picture on it. Mm, could have been better. Um, and then this Juice Luton, he went triple bogey, then he had a couple pars on an albatross. So a bit of a turnaround there for that guy, making them all back, even on those six <laughs> holes or whatever it was. <laughs> so that happened. Psycho. Um, next, 
I guess there was supposed to be some big Rory news on clubs and ah, sounds like right. that was the ultimate tease letdown. Yeah, um, yep. yeah so that's disappointing. Media uh, being media. Or yep. Yep. People on Twitter uh, Champions being people Tour. On Twitter. Uh, the Hogue Classic won by Ernie Els. Put a pretty good Sunday together there. Uh, Mike Weir was 31st and Stephen Ames was 37th. But the big story here is this Harry Rudolph. <laughs> You guys, you even commented on this. It is I know, a big story. I know, yeah, it is. Uh, he finished tie for 13th, but he was a junior golfer, played against Phil Mickelson, all this stuff, big competitive golfer. Pro career never really took off for him, so he quit golf altogether, quit playing, quit watching, worked at his dad's restaurant, took that over, turned 50, and decided to take up golf again. Monday queued for this event and then finished T13. Maybe the next... Uh, Good for him. Stephen Alker. Alker. Stephen Alker. Never know. What if? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a wild easy. story. Yep. I love those. I was laughing just because his name was Harry Rudolph. <laughs> Why would you ever quit golf altogether, though? What yeah. an idiot. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you got to really hate it. Yeah, you must have been in a dark place. Uh, LPGA Corn Ferry Canadian uh, Tour, no tournaments this week. And that's it for news. All right. Uh, pick recap. Pick recap. Uh, I won the week this week. Right on. So Congrats, the Art. standings are Bronell 10, Knoop 8, Harv 7, Maddie B 6. Anyone's ball game. That's exactly what it should be. Yep. Yeah. Anyone's ball game. That's why I gave him John Rahm earlier this year. Get him why, back in it. You know, I he's am, got it. I, I think, I, well, it's not, you can't say that's why I gave him to get everyone back in it when it was at the start before there was such a thing as getting everyone back in it. Oh, he was way down when I gave him Rahm. That was, that the, was second, the third tournament yeah. of the year. Way down. He had no points. So I, uh, I did I have think no I, points. Yeah. I think there was another oh, guy with man. no points. But I won a week. Hey, I yeah. won a week. It's my first week win. That's still not as bad as you giving him Sam Burns after he won this tournament two years in a what row. What did he do? He, he was sixth. Did he win? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. That's I'm a good pointing. point. That's I'm, a good yeah. counterpoint. He didn't, he didn't have didn't two, two in a row. Congrats. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now the standings are super tight. He did say no one wins three in a row. Canoop. Canoop got his points. Never Harv give Canoop points. points, ever. I I got <laughs> I got to keep the standings close. No. Tell you what, this week I will not give whoever I'm give, uh, drafting for good players. Well, it's you're picking groups for somebody else, so <laughs> you're, somebody's getting and a good the Corrales. Oh yeah, that. Um, I mean, I did have three made cuts. I had Will Gordon 36, Sam Burns sixth, and Ben Griffin 45th for a 29 average. Nice. Bronell was second. He had. Davis Riley or Riley Davis, however you want to say it, 19th. Uh, Kevin Kisner <laughs> missed the cut, 72nd. And Wyndham Clark, 5th for a 32 average. <laughs> What's Kisner at now in the world? Because this guy is I think he's still suing me. Yeah, he's killing you. He might win this week, match play. King Good. of it. Uh was 3rd. He had Justin Suh, 45th. KH Lee, 19th. And Ben Ann, 45th for a 36 average. And Matty B was 4th. He had Hadwin missed cut, 72. Harmon missed cut, 72. And Denny McCarthy, 19th for a 54 average. Uh, don't sleep on Kiz this week with, in a pool with Sa, Matsuyama, and Homa. Sleep on him. That He is, has There's, no chance he, of making it out of that pool. If he doesn't get fourth, I will be shocked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, preview for the match for play? Austin. You got any previews? Yeah, I do. Uh, Dell WC mat, WGC match play. Uh the last WGC uh, event we have, and actually the last match play event that we are going to have for uh, what seems like the foreseeable future. Uh, it's going to go away, and it doesn't sound like it's going to come back for a, at least a little while. 
Yep. So, uh, Austin Country Club, Austin, Texas. Uh, this tournament has been in Austin since 2016. Uh, par 71, playing 7,108 yards. Uh, obviously, elevated event this week. $20 million purse. Uh, $3.6 million going to the winner. Uh, defending champion, Scott Scheffler is on the grounds Scott. this week. Scott. Uh, JT and Mr. Rose are the only two eligible to not play, or sorry, the only two eligible that are, the only two that are eligible who are not playing this week uh, inside the top 64. JT took it off, eh? He did. doesn't play well in this event. Apparently, he doesn't like the course very much. He loves the course at Valspar, so that was why he played last week. Mm -hmm. Doesn't like this one very much, so decided to take the week off. I like it for match play. I do too. I do as well. Uh, last man in the field, Justin Suh this week. So 77 in the world uh, is where he sits. Uh, last year, uh, this course hosting, obviously, like I had just talked about, uh, the record for the winning match here, I thought this was kind of neat, uh, was in 06 when Tiger beat Ames very famously, uh, 9 and 8. Uh, but the championship record here, he won 8 and 7, beating uh, Stuart Sink in 08. Tiger so, won. Yeah. 8 and 7. 8 and 7. <laughs> the final. But... Uh, what, what I thought that was very impressive, but it is a 36 hole. Oh yeah. That was when it was 36. Obviously it's not anymore, but, uh, and then this has happened twice. The longest matches went 26 holes twice. So I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, the longest 18 hole match, the longest 18 hole match. Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's it. And so for this one, we're drafting out four groups each. And you're picking you're picking three and picking one for someone else. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, picking three groups. You, somebody's got to write these down because we're going to lose I'm gonna, track. But yeah. uh, well, good news. We're going to go write it down. It's on recording. Just, just group. No, we're going to go by group, keep, right? group number. number. Yeah, just Perfect. to keep them organized gotcha. yep. during the draft. Yeah, and we can yeah. say who's in I'm the group. Forget. And okay, Harv's first. Uh, this might take a while. I got to find this bracket here. I'm gonna take photograph. I'm gonna take group two. Rom, Horschel, Mitchell, and Rick. Rom, Rick is the first matchup I think coming out of that group. Yeah, I'm not concerned. It is, yes, it is. You like um, John to win this thing, hey? He's coming back. It's me next. Diarrhea no, spell. Oh, sorry, you're last. I'm last. Yeah, I'm next. Yep. Uh. Yeah, hmm. I don't know what I'm doing here. TikTok. It's tough. Yeah. I want to give somebody away, but it's a, I feel like it's a little early for that. I don't know why I'm going to take group nine. Morikawa, Day, Svensson, and Victor Perez. Huh, I was just looking at that. I like that group, actually. Group nine. Okay. I mean, you just need the winner to come out, so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jason Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm. T- it's me, correct? Yeah. Yes. I'm absolutely taking group one. Scotty, Scotty Scheffler Scott. is winning this Scott. tournament again. Scott, yep. You got Tom so, Kim too. Yep. Don't sleep on well, Alex Norton. Well, it doesn't Norton. matter. He ain't <laughs> but. Uh, okay, I'm going to take group four, Cantlay's group. I, I ranked the 16 groups. That was the last ranked group I had. <laughs> well, Cantlay should <laughs> come out of Taylor Brian Harmon and Lee. He just wants he thinks he's good <laughs> some, for some reason. Taylor, Har- <laughs> Ta- Taylor Harmon and Lee. I think Cantlay. Could come out of that group. All right. Okay, back Harf to you, uh, Harv. Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, You're going to take wait. your boy, hey? 
No. Hoping to get back to mine. I'm going to take uh, group seven. Will Z, Ryan Fox, Harris English, and Andrew Putnam. Yep. Okay. Ronald. Who's in second place? Canoop? No. You are. No, Canoop. No, Canoop. Oh, overall. Okay, sorry. Okay, I'm yep. going to give Canoop group six. Xander, Hoagie, Wise, and Cam Davis. My second worst ranked group. That team, that, no one in there has a chance. Uh, Not Hoagie's, one chance. Hoagie's the third best player in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome then, I guess. <laughs> Guarantee he makes it out of the group. Okay. Over your boy that. Xander? Uh, yeah. Xander's not playing that well right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't go because it's my turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to take... I don't necessarily... I want to take this guy because I think he's going to come out well. Just me. I'm going to take group five. Homa, Matsu, Kisner, and Seth. Ah, rats. Yeah. I think Max... Max has been playing really well. Uh, he can make some birdies, and he's been putting really well. So I'm going to hope that he comes out of that group and makes a little bit of a run. Okay. I'll take uh, group 15. Cameron Young, Davis Thompson, Sepp Stracker, Corey Connors. That's where... That was my debate, was between that one and then... Just got to get past only, Rom. Yeah, my that guy was the Sepp. only reason I didn't. Oh, it's me again? Yep. I'll take uh, group eight. Hovland, Kirk, Siwoo Kim, and Kucher. Thought about going there, too. Matt yep. Kucher was on the power rankings for this event. Really? Mm-hmm. My guys. You got to pick for yourself here. Yep. I'm taking group 16. Im, Fleetwood, Poston, and McNeely. I was just about to give that one away. <laughs> Sungjae. Yeah, just got to be good. Scott. Uh, you're in first? Yes. And you need someone given to you, correct? Yes. I'm going to give you group 13. Sam nice. Burns, Seamus Power, Adam Scott, and Adam Hadwin. I don't mind that. Other than Burns. So you've <laughs> given Canoop? So you guys have to give each yeah, other, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'll give Harv group 10. Uh, just because you know I don't want him? You have Will Z, though? Yeah. So you got someone into the semifinal. That was a flub by me. Who's group 10? Finau's uh, group. He's got Fino and Zell Torres to play in each other. So he's got someone all the way into the third you round. You mean he's got Bezweden out? And Finau's group. <laughs> yeah. As, as well as Moronk and Kitty wouldn't, If you wouldn't have taken Homa, I was going to try to somehow get that You have whole a bad quadrant. history of giving people Kitty Yama, too. So. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> oh... <laughs> All right, last round here. You got to pick. I I don't even know what's left. Uh, Three is left. Yeah. I'll give. Twelve is left. Eleven is left. Oh, give me twelve. Give me twelve. Give me speed. No, I'll give you thirteen. No, thirteen's given. I have them. Yep. Canoop gave. Give me twelve. Speed's group. Who's still out there? Who are the four left? Twelve, fourteen, eleven, and three. Fitzy, Speed. Hatton, Rory. I'll give you group three. Oh, you got Rory. Rory, nice. Hmm. So I need to pick for myself for last here? Uh, for yourself, yes. Yeah. I'm taking group 12. Spieth, Lowry, Montgomery, and Hughes. Can you remind me who is left? You get 14 or 11. Fitzy, Fitzy or Hatton? Yeah. And they're on the same page. Uh, 
or 15 had they're the same one well i'm gonna take fitzy's group yes uh because they have a lot of better players in that one perfect uh fitzpatrick <laughs> thigala lee and spawn yeah, I was gonna give a Hatton's group to Harv instead, but now I'll take Hatton, and then I got same same thing. Yeah, I'm oh, into the next round. Worked out good. Fair enough. Okay, good. Glad that's over All with. Right. That was painful. Corrales. That wasn't that bad actually. No, I thought it was gonna be worse. Uh, uh who's big? So, I don't know if we. I think we mentioned that the five top dogs are playing at the match play for the Canadians. Canadians. Yep. Um, Gliggs, Hearn, Pendrith, and. Uh, Monday Q Cougar Collins are playing at the Corrales. So, did you guys see that picture of Cougar? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cougar Collins. So we can, somebody needs to pick him. So we're giving away <laughs> the we're same picks as always three, but we're giving away anyone in the top one fifty. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So nine to choose from. Yep. Eight to choose from actually. I'll give Johnny Vegas still in it. No, he withdrew. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a big risk here. But I'm going to give Canoe Nikolai Hogard. Okay. Yeah, that is a bit of a risk. Slight and risk. Hogard. Okay. Bronze. So I can't take somebody in the top 150 then either. No. Correct. Ah. That's how it works, yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Hmm. Yeah, this is... This field is... Good. Something else. It's not that bad. I'm going to take Chad Ramey. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good call. Okay. I don't know. Canoe. I'm going to give Patrick Rogers to who's we, you're winning, right? Yeah. Ronell. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take. Stop. I'm going to take Kramer Hickok. Stop asking who's winning. Everyone knows I'm winning right now. <laughs> he's saying it so then it's like he's planning. I'm just to reaffirming give you that. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna take. <laughs> this is so hard to pick. Very hard, but also fun. Did Wallace pull out? No, I think he's still there. I'll take Henrik Norlander. What else is new? Yeah. <laughs> One of these times. The more things change, the more they stay the same. When he wins, you guys, I have to have him. I'm going to take the Woo that we should have took last week. I'm going to take Dylan Woo. We took Brandon instead, and it cost us. Okay. Didn't matter, but. It did not. Canoop. Hmm. Odds are that this guy's supposed to be good this week. Uh, Ben Martin. Nice. Yep. It was between him or Kramer for me because Vegas told me so. So Harv's picked for me and yeah, Canoop's or no, Canoop's picked for me. Yeah, and I pick for Canoop. Okay. Yeah, give me. So uh, I gotta pick for Hat Matty B then. I'll go Mark Hubbard. Your guy, my mm-hmm. guy, homeless subs. I'll take uh, Carl Huan. Yep. Who picked for who? Doesn't Harv have to pick for me? I have to pick for you. Oh, okay. And I, you. No, no, I, Harf. Yeah. No. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, you're getting EVR. Nice. Maddie. Was hot. Yeah. He shot shot 66 or something. Well, I'm not yesterday. giving you Griot because well, he's too good in those opposite events. Not giving you Clark. He's just playing well. Pendrith's too good. 
Nice. Thank yeah. you. It's Damon Dietrich or EVR. I would have taken. I would have preferred Joel Damon. <laughs> I know you would have. <laughs> <laughs> Both Canoop. podcasts. Canoop, take <laughs> your uh, guy. Hmm. Longest pick segment ever. Well, there's two. There's two tournaments. I know. Uh, and they're both too long. Uh, I'm going to actually take Matt Wallace. Okay. Okay. And uh, Maddie for Harv. Yeah. You know what, Harv? I'm going to give you Pendrith. Well, I'll take it. Back to back. If that's a jinx or what, what the strategy is there, but who knows? Pendrith. Uh, bets. Anyone got him? Not Best really. bets. This I got so damn hard. I don't know. I got three here that I think. Let's are hear them. Good. Let's just make us. How many matchups are there in the first first well, day? Just the big parlay. Yeah, <laughs> just make thirty-two. <laughs> um. So I have. There's John Rom top four for so plus, semifinal. So for plus three twenty. It's not bad. Uh, rest of the world winner. So not. American or European for plus four twenty-five. Yeah, not there's, much there. There's not nine much. of them, or sorry, there's seventeen of them. Okay. In the tournament, and then one of this one I'm not torn on either Sung J M or Jason Day to be the best rest of the world player in this whole thing. So they just got to beat the other seventeen, sixteen guys for plus six hundred. I like that one. M or Day. Yeah, they're both plus six hundred, so we got to pick oh, who pick who, which one. Pick gotcha. which one we think. Oh, oh I thought you got ooh, that's either tough. or. No, <laughs> hmm. that's tough. Okay, mine, mine. I'm going to Corrales and Dietrich and Pendrith parlay top twenty. Dietrich Pendrith. Back on this one, Carr said no more to plus three fifty yeah, after we no lost. More parlays after plus <laughs> plus three fifty. Last one, plus three fifty only. Yeah, that's our Dietrich's a wild 20s. card. Our top 20s, Pendrith and Dietrich. I'm betting it right now. Hmm. Done. Booked. Well, I didn't even look what the ace was. It. Where? Corrales, ace? Hole in one at the Corrales. Yes, plus 200. No. <laughs> we'll never get that plus 700 again, you guys. Nope. It was... Wildly inaccurate. You're right. Some uh, of these odds for the Corrales are just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. What's a Rusty? <laughs> Omer. I'll tell you. I'm going all the way down here. Omer's uh, 1501. Uh, 15,000 to 1. Really? 1,500, sorry. 1,500, yeah. yeah. Wasn't carrying. One buck on Omer. Same as Matt Every. And Brian Davis and Richard Johnson. <laughs> Can't even mar- uh, parlay the matchups. Nope. For no. Wednesday. All right. Yeah, because it's their. Yeah, they start Wednesday, don't they? This they week? do start Wednesday. Stay tuned. Watch. Look out for our best bet on social media. <laughs> We're not deciding it right now. So. Yeah. Stay tuned. Well, it's probably going to be Dietrich and Pendrith top twenty. It's the only one we got on on record. Well, Harv's got a few. Yeah. John Rom top four plus three twenty. Same thing. That's sure. a bigger lock. Sure. John I don't Rump. hate that at all. Yep. But. John Rom, top four, plus three twenty. Hopefully, he took his tums this week or whatever. I can take abysmal. I'm good with that if you guys are. Yep. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. 
What else I, th- you got? I think Scotty is the bigger lock. And what's his top, top four? four? He's two twenty. That's the only thing. Plus two twenty. That's wild that it's that big of a difference when they're just one E and one B. Yeah, but that's why you go on. He made the final and won the mm-hmm. last two years. So yep. while well, we picked top two, plus four twenty five. He is Ooh. playing unbelievable right now. Whoa. Where is this where it falls off? Just pick him to win it then. If he's going to make the final, he's going to win the fucking thing. Pick him what to is win. he to win it? That's fair. I don't hate Nine to one. Either. Nine is to it one? nine? No, I don't think it's that high. Yeah, yeah it is. So plus 800. It's eight to yeah. one. We're going to go pick the winner. Just Those pick are the, the dumbest number one. ones. Pick the number one player <laughs> yeah. in the world to win. Oh. I mean, it's a place he's comfortable. Like it's a place he loves. He doesn't win. He loves Texas. Like everything yeah. sets up well for it's him. It's also here. funny that he said if he makes the final, he's gonna win. Which if he makes top four, he's gonna win to top two <laughs> to top one. Yeah, that's what I think. He's either gonna get knocked out in like. Yeah, he's gonna lose the first a match, round. Lose one of the first three matches, not make it out of the pool. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's either that or he's going all the Let's way. Let's do Rom. Okay. Rom top four. Just Shut her down there. Shut her down. Uh, you guys have bed. anything else? No. All right. Uh, until next week to recap both of these, it's time for us to hit the clubhouse.